Welcome to day number nine of our 40 days of power. May the Lord be our strength. May the Lord be our wisdom. May the Lord be our guide. May the Lord order our steps in the way that we should go. As you know, uh, this week we are looking broadly at the subject of guidance. Guidance is important as we seek the Lord in prayer and in fasting. And so we're going to look at pursuing God's counsel. Acts chapter 9 verse 17. And Ananias went his way and entered the house and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you came has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, one of the challenges we all find when we're seeking to obey God is that God's instruction, God's direction, what God wants us to do may contradict everything we know or the, the way we see life. So sometimes God tells you to do something and it's opposite how you normally do it. And that's what is happening to Ananias at this time. At this time, the, the apostle Paul, he's called Saul, and he's persecuting Christians, and he's taking letters to persecute Christians in Damascus. Then he has an experience that changes his life, but nobody knows his life has changed, so God speaks to one of the disciples of Jesus in Damascus that, hey, uh, there's a, a, a man called Saul, and uh, he needs your help, so go and pray for him. That's what God said to Ananias in a dream. And Ananias said, God, I, have, I don't want to have anything to do with that man because he's a horrible guy. He's persecuting us. He hates you. He hates us. I'm not going to go to him. So what do you do when God says you should pray for somebody you hate or God says you should do something nice to somebody you don't like or God is directing you in a way, but then that's not your preferred way. Many times the conflicts we have in life, it's not so much that God is not speaking to us. He is the problem is we don't want to go that way. We don't want to do what God wants us to do. And that's Ananias' problem. But he's a disciple of Jesus. And when your master says go do something, even if you don't want to do it, you have to obey your master. So Ananias obeys God's commandment. And he decides, let me go and look for this Saul and let me go pray for him. So he went his way entered the house that Saul is living in, and he went to lay his hands on him and pray for him. But the thing that really amazes me and inspires me about this encounter between Ananias and, and Saul is how he addressed him. He's called him Brother Saul. Now, this is somebody who is supposed to be your enemy, but Ananias had heard from God. Jesus has spoken to him, and Jesus says, I have chosen him. He's mine. So contrary to Ananias' fears and anxieties, he speaks as a Christian to a Christian. And he speaks to Saul and says, you are my brother, brother Saul. He lays hands on him and Saul recovers his sight. What a joy for God to use us in unusual ways to touch people in unusual ways and see the result, the fruit of obedience to God manifested. Of course, for Ananias, the, the healing of Saul confirmed to him that what he had heard earlier was truly from God. It's possible during this time of prayer and fasting 
that God will tell you to do something that you naturally wouldn't want to do. Maybe he'll tell you to forgive somebody you don't want to forgive or pray for somebody you don't want to pray for. If you want to pray, you want to pray against them. But God can lead you in a way that is not your natural way to go. Let's be like Ananias and let's obey Christ and see the fullness of the glory that he sheds on our way when we choose his way above ours. Let us pray. Say with me, Heavenly Father, your ways are perfect. I choose to follow your counsel in all that I do. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I'll catch you again tomorrow. I'm Pastor Mesa Otabel. Shalom, peace, and life to you.